What's up, everybody? I am Travis. I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be great dude or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing store, fill your card up with all their amazing comics, and you use discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% on your entire order. I got word <clears throat> from uh, from Dougie, Dr. Doug, uh, that uh, they're kind of like overhauling a lot of things for 2024. Oh, okay. uh, in fact, uh, like, I, I guess, like, cause I went on, I went onto their eBay account, their eBay accounts the uh, other day, and I realized they're all empty. Oh. And was, yeah, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, like, are they shutting down? Like, are they closing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but then the check cleared. I'm like, okay, we're fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, and Doug, Doug messaged me, uh, and told me that what they're doing is they're kind of, they're kind of consolidating stuff down to make it easier. And more convenient, not only for them, but for everyone else. So instead of having four different eBay accounts, they're going down to just one eBay account. Um, which that makes a lot of sense to me. Right? Totally fair. You know, totally makes sense. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they're in the process of that. So uh, until they get that all figured out, I mean, obviously eBay will kind of be hit and miss. But their website is still up. It's still available. You can still purchase amazing comics over there. All you got to do is again, go to cartercomics.com. And at checkout, our discount code FreakNet will save you 10% on your entire purchase. So fill that card, buy them comics. You know, maybe you have a New Year's resolution to possess more uh, graded comics. Uh, and you can do that through CarterComics.com. So make sure you do that. Um, I wanted, I, I want to start. And I'm a little bit delayed this week. This week has been kind of, kind of, um, more of a headache than I wanted it to be. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I want to try doing, you know, I want to go back to doing the Carter Comics Pick of the Week on a weekly basis. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'll still, I'll still do one this week. I did one last Monday and my goal is like, well, maybe I'll do it every Monday. And it just, uh, yeah, just again, this week became a headache. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to put one out yet this week, but I will get one out. Uh, so, you know, we could, um, kind of spotlight certain titles that are, uh, on the website. And, you know, if you could help me with that, I appreciate it, Joe. Um, and then maybe we'll kind of like, uh, uh, like spotlight, uh, ones that are pertinent to what's going on in like the, uh, the, uh, culture or whatever it is. Uh, what the hell is that called? Pop culture. What's going on in pop culture? So. Oh, gotcha. So try doing that. Um, like we said, uh, like we said in our last episode, uh, in 2023, first off, happy new year, Joe. Oh yeah, and to you. Yep, right. Uh, we are we're we're hitting uh, we're hitting uh, mid January right now of 2024. Uh, a lot of it's been good, but again, this week sucked, and I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but as we mentioned last episode, is uh, a lot of cool new things are happening over here. Uh, as far as Freaknet Studios, not just this freaking show. So, uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen to last episode, make sure you go back and listen to it, so you hear about all the cool things that uh, we have going on. Uh, we have two more, uh, episodes left of season seven until we're finally, uh, jumping into season eight. So we'll be at season eight probably, my, my guess is by February. 
Very nice. Um, so I'm excited for that, but I want to talk a little bit. There, there were two things I did send your way that I, that I definitely want to talk about that I, I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not sure if you guys Okay, perfect. Uh, before I talk about that, I want to talk about why this week has sucked. Because uh, um, almost almost a year ago, back in March, uh, my truck broke down. The, the engine went out, and I finally had to get rid of it and had to get a brand-new vehicle. Right. And uh, everything else has been going great. It's been going good. Uh, until um, Monday. No, Tuesday. Yes. Until Tuesday. Um a check engine light came on while I was driving to work, and I got this notification on my dash that said uh, engine power reduction. And uh, the car still ran, but uh, it just seemed like it was uh, like struggling to accelerate to a certain speed, which yeah. sucks. Yeah, which sucks when half of your commute's on the highway. You know, because now you're, because I'm usually that guy that will either go the speed limit or sometimes a little bit under just because, like, I'm in no major rush to get anywhere. And plus, the gas mileage is a little bit better at 70 than it is 80. Right. Um, well, who rushes to work, for goodness sakes? It's, it's nutty. Like, I leave early enough so I can enjoy my drive to work. Now, obviously, with the weather that's been since Friday with the snow we finally got after oh, Christmas. It's miserable. Oh, my God. Dude, it, I I hate snow down here because of the. For, I mean, as much as I love the open fields and I love the open space that I live in, snow drifts and everything are a huge problem down here. It it mm-hmm. sucks. Um, and not only that, like I I don't know if you uh I don't know how much of the news you watch um on the regular, or at least anything that's happening like in Illinois itself, but uh the river, uh, I, I believe it's the uh, is it the Illinois River. Kanki River. Oh, I haven't heard about this. It's Kanki River. Um, the ice and everything is backing up by the bridge on 55, causing, uh, causing bad flooding on the roadways. Um, one of those roads that's affecting is North River Road, which is right there south or north of Wilmington Road. And that's a road I take to work every single day. So if it gets any worse, eventually it's going to find its way to the road, cut it off, and uh, I'm going to find myself, you know, driving 15 minutes more in order to get to work. Right. Yuck. Yeah. So um, so after the check engine light came on, I was concerned because obviously uh, when I bought my vehicle, I bought it used. Um, so I didn't get like the uh, the 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 warranty that it normally comes with a new vehicle. I did get like an extended warranty, whatever the hell it is, or a warranty that sure. came with buying a used vehicle. And this is what I kind of love about uh, Drowleys here in Piaton. Uh, I never bought a car from them. This is my first time buying a car from them. I've actually, this is my third vehicle I have purchased from a dealership in Piaton, and it's the third dealership I've purchased a vehicle from. <laughs> um, <Nice. laughs> uh, Pearl, when I bought my Ram, they were absolutely incredible, and I got a great deal on my truck and everything. That was phenomenal. Uh, buying the used vehicle from Drolley's, um, I was expecting the same kind of feel, and uh, it was very close. Uh, for the sense, that I got, again, a good deal on the car. Even though it was used, I got an affordable price for what I feel cars are going for nowadays. Uh, I think mine was, you know, pretty pretty good. Um, but it was the warranty that I was more concerned about because uh, when I bought it, it had about 61,000 miles on it. Um, obviously, driving to Plainfield from Piatone, Every day, uh, round trip is about 90 miles, and I do it five days a week. And, of course, we uh, we went to Wisconsin uh, last September. Right. Um, 
I kept thinking to myself, like, I had to have exceeded the mileage on it. Because I was about, <clears throat> I'm at 83,000 miles on my vehicle now. So I put almost, I definitely put 22,000 miles on my vehicle in like 10 months. Right. Um, That's impressive. Or, it's a lot of driving, bro. Yeah. I mean, work work alone, I'm averaging 2,000 miles a month. Wild. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I wish it wasn't the case, but uh, bills don't pay themselves yet. Not yet. They haven't figured out a way to do that part of it yet. Um, so, so I, I called up Drollies to figure out what my warranty is. I was expecting them to tell me that it was voided, and now I'm gonna think like crap. How am I gonna, you know, again? And I've, I've talked about this a lot of times. Like I always feel like every time good things are happening, there's always gonna be something that's gonna screw up. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, come to find out that my warranty is good up until ninety-eight thousand miles. And, uh, nice. until 2026. So I fall within both really, really well. There may be a deductible I'll have to pay as far as, you know, the vehicle being checked out. And I don't know what that is. I gotta find my paperwork to actually see it, but I'm open that whatever the problem is, the warranty will cover it. The, they get fixed it and I won't have a further problem. My biggest fear, and Carl brought it up, is the chance that they clear the code, run the car, and nothing happens. You know, mm-hmm. because no, my luck, that'll probably happen. I'll probably get in the vehicle and drive it, and then the exact same thing will happen like two or three days later. And then the whole process right. will be washed and repeat. Now, uh, because me and Carl work at the same place, I don't want to drive my vehicle to Plainfield every single day with this check engine line and everything, and the dealership can't get me in until Friday. So I'm driving to work with Carl. How, oh, oh. How many people live in Piatone that had car troubles that they can't get you in until Friday? It's uh sorry, that's nuts to me. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. It, it, no, it's dude. It, I I thought it was kind of weird because I I mean I called uh, Tuesday afternoon and I'm not sure if it's the if it's the amount of cars or the amount of man or the amount of manpower they have. Okay, um, fair enough. I do know that Drowley. It, it also but, has been horrible. Like batteries have probably needed replaced, you know, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff with the with the cold weather. I'm sure there have been lots of issues, but well, and that, and that's a weird thing like somebody like mentioned, I, I think it's probably something I saw on Facebook where obviously last year there were days that were colder than it's been the last couple of days here. But for some reason this is worse. Yeah. Um and yeah, it I get I mean I could factor in the fact that maybe they got like uh maintenances scheduled, like oil changes, tire rotations that are already scheduled that people made appointments for. There's probably other vehicles that had to have been brought in for other certain things that were like ahead and everything. And plus, you know, they're not a 24-7 thing. They're only open like, I think, like uh, seven, seven to five, maybe something like that, 10 hours. Sure. Well, and, so, and they're not making money on your warranty. So Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I could I could get it because especially like where I when I used to work at the Freightliner dealership. Yeah. Uh, I could understand it because no one. What I, no one, if I, if I relate my, my work at the dealership for Freightliner to, uh, Pearl, I'm sorry, not Pearl, Drowley's, uh, we had over a dozen bays that could have like, you know, sometimes one or maybe even two trucks in at a time. But we had people that had to wait like a couple of days and stuff like that because, uh, not only are there vehicles that, you know, can be brought in, can be looked at and everything. But there's also vehicles that are brought in that you have to like overhaul an entire engine on, and that takes up an entire spot for days, like nearly a week. Sure. Yeah, that's so, true. 
So as much as I wish I could get in earlier, I could I could understand it, especially it being a dealership, because a lot of people do want to take vehicles to a dealership. I could probably take it to a mom and pop shop and maybe get it in like the same day or tomorrow. You know, depending on what it is right. and what they're capable of. I could probably, you know, drop it off like this morning. I could drop it off like in the morning and maybe pick it up at the end of the day, depending on what it is. Right, but then you're paying um, for it. Yeah, and you take, you already paid for it. Yeah. yeah, and plus, again, knowing how knowing how dealerships work, if you do something like that, it voids the warranty. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I figure like, well, fuck it. If I got if I if I have about fifteen thousand more miles to go before my warranty's up, then so be it. Great, like at least. Yep. Maybe make it to fall if something else happens. I still got coverage. Um, the worst part about everything is, is my job starts at eight o'clock, and for some reason Carl wants to be there at seven a.m. So where my normal alarm clock is set for six thirty to or six fifteen to get up, get clean, leave, be out the door by six fifty and shit like that. When well, now Carl wakes, Carl uh, wants to pick me up at six oh five, and I'm just like, dude. You don't have to be there till eight, but because he's a boss, he wants to be there early. I got. I mean, yeah, I get it. I, I get that he wants to do it. I don't get why he feels he needs to do it, but it, it's fine. Um, I, I'm in a situation where, you know, it, it, I have to be on his schedule. Like I, I am, uh, I am a, uh, yeah. You should I, be on his schedule or drive your car that's broken. Exactly. Yeah. And I can't work from home because, oh, I don't know why. That's not, that's something that wasn't answered, but it's fine. It's whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but if I wasn't dispatching, I probably would have just said, Hey, listen, I'm just going to take sick days. I'm going to take vacation days, whatever. And, you know, just take them off. But, um, I'll get up at 5.30. I'll get cleaned up. I'll be out the door by 6.05 where he's picked me up. I'll drive up there, whatever. It's, it's, I, you know, all I got to do is get through the rest of the week, which is again, tomorrow, Friday, whatever. I'll be good. Hopefully they get it in. They're supposed to get in at 7.30 on Friday. Hopefully by then they can call and tell me, like, oh, hey, it's this one little thing. We'll get it fixed. You'll be able to pick it up, you know, after, you know, at the end of that day or whatever. That, that's my hope. I'm hoping it's not anything where it's like, well, we'll have to keep it over the weekend. Right. Um, But that's been the only bad part of this year so far. And, yes. uh yeah, you know, I'm I'm happy with the fact I'm I'm happy with everything that's been going on so far. Again, Freaknet Studio wise, uh, as I mentioned, uh, the Power Hour is uh, a newest member of uh, Freaknet Studios. I finally updated our Freaknet Studios website uh, to include them on it as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, so so far, other than that one little thing for this week, I haven't had a bad time in 2024. What about right. you, Buzz? What's what's your 24 been so far? Oh, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> no, yeah. no. It uh, uh, the way that I put it euphemistically uh, to my congregants, uh, Christmas. Uh, to, let me let me put it this way. Uh, so both my wife and I are divorced, are from parents who are divorced and remarried. You know, I, um, I, I'm glad you kind of corrected that because uh, yeah. wouldn't want to find out you're getting a divorce on a podcast, right? That'd be wild. <laughs> But yes, um, okay. So you both, you guys are children of divorce. Yes, and gotcha. and remarriage, and so we're we we typically have four or five Christmases to go to a year because you know, um, yeah, one for each parent, and then sometimes grandparents want different things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, my my dad's side of the family gets together for a big shindig out in Homewood or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and four out of my five Christmases were fantastic. 
the other one happened right at the start of this year and has just been uh, like the last couple of weeks trying to get over all of my feelings about that uh, have been tough. So because it just it made me aware of a lot of stuff from growing up and uh, all that jazz. But this isn't um, this isn't my therapy, so I'm not going to go into it <laughs> deeply. But um, but yeah, it just uh, it's been it's been kind of a bummer for the most part. But uh, also in, in other ways, it's uh, now that I recognize what the problem is, I can grow past it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that works itself out. Uh, um, but it, it definitely, um, I, I feel like I've been really, uh, kind of, uh, I, I don't want to say depressed or down in the dumps or anything like that, but I just have been, I've been trouble, having trouble, like getting out of bed in the morning and actually getting up and doing stuff. And, uh, you know, all, all of the symptoms, none of the feels of, uh, of a little bit of a depressive episode. Gotcha. So, um, gotcha. you know, it's actually, I'm sorry, go ahead. I say, but my cat is doing great. Uh, I think we're going to be moving him down to one unit of insulin soon, instead of uh, twice a day. We're going to be able to do once a day, and then maybe pretty quickly after that, we'll be able to get him down to uh, to none. He'll be fully in remission from diabetes, which will be neat. And um, uh, I got uh, this year. I've got three weddings to go to. Uh, I'm really excited about it. One of them, I'm I'm actually like doing the officiating, and I'm excited about that. And we've got some uh, some cool stuff going on at the the church in the next couple of weeks to try and uh, figure out a path to sustainability. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling mostly positive about how this year is going to go, but it has started on a down note. That's all. Gotcha. Well, I'm 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 glad there's uh there's opportunities to kind of rise up from a fallen spot. Um, yeah. There's a I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on one of the recent episodes. Um, uh, don't say any names out loud, but did I tell you on the show or maybe uh, off the show that I was getting breakfast with somebody recently? No. Okay, so I got breakfast with somebody recently. And uh, I don't think I said it on the show. Um, if I did, then, you know, the hardcore listeners would know who it is. But um, I got... I got lunch with, I got breakfast with somebody, um, December 2nd. No, January 2nd. Okay. Um, uh, probably one of my longest known friends. Oh, all right. Okay. So, I suspect to know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, somebody who I've known since birth, I just haven't seen in a really long time. Uh, when we went to when we went to breakfast, and this kind of coincides with what you just mentioned as far as like a therapy session. Um, when we went to breakfast, we kind of just talked about like what we've been up to, what's been new, what's been different, you know, like you know. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the old podcasting and uh, a tech use for the shows and stuff like that. Um, and it was weird because there there were these there were these moments during like the breakfast where I just wanted to keep asking like. Like, where the fuck have you been? You know, just like, yeah. and uh, I just never did. Cause I was like, I was like, we're having a good breakfast. We're having a good conversation. It's been a while since we spoke. I don't want to, you know, make this weird, awkward, whatever. Right. Uh, mess and, up. Yeah. So after we left, after we left, we're walking to our vehicles and everything. And, uh, we're just talking about, you know, like getting together again and, you know, just catching up, staying in touch and all this shit. And, um, 
he 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 kind of opened up on why he's been the way he's been over the course of the last few years. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Um, I think I I think I responded right. I probably I probably responded somewhat little to it, you know, maybe a little more aggressive than I should have. Like it wasn't like a yelling or like an anger kind of thing. It was just kind of like a. It's like, well, you know, if you really wanted to, you would have, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of attitude. Yeah. Uh, which, for sure, totally get yeah. that. Which, for people who know me, knows that, you know, like, it could have been a lot worse. Like, I could have, you know, like, I, I could have gone into the whole, like, I'm going to make you feel bad about yourself kind of thing, but I didn't want to. Because, first of all, he's a really good friend of mine. And secondly, I know people told me what he was going through. I never heard it from him, but hearing it from him then, I was more compassionate about it. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things we talked about though was just like like a bad anxiety thing. Um, and mm. obviously it was a lot of it was uh just from the uh, uh the results of the pandemic we went through. Right. Um, which I can understand that you know, sir, people people have reactions to different things in different ways. Um, nobody's right or wrong in their ways of feeling or, you know, reacting to situations. It just happens. It's, it's if whoever you are, however you deal with it, best of luck. Um, I, I talked to him and I asked him, like, just like, I was like, just like, you asked, like, you know, dude, when, when, uh, situations like this happen with me or, uh, even with Joe, uh, honestly, like one of the best medicines for me, and I don't want to speak for Joe. This is what I told him. I don't want to speak for Joe. I, did I sound a little Trumpish right there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. me and Joe. I, I don't want to talk about Joe, but with me and Joe, I'm not saying Sam here. Um, uh, but what works for me, and I believe what does work for Joe sometimes, is uh, we kind of vent about it on the podcast. Over the course of like the last year, we kind of made us more personal about ourselves on this show. And. I agree with uh, that. Yeah. And for me, I know it helps. Again, I don't know what it does for you if you feel like it helps or it doesn't, you know. For me, I feel like it does because it makes me say it out loud rather than mm-hmm. keep it in and hold it down like I normally fucking do because I have this mindset in life that nobody really gives a shit what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've always had that mindset. It's like, it's like there's so many people out there with so many problems that they want to vent about and they want to get out. Um, and then once their problems are solved, then we just kind of go on and move on about our regular day. It's like we never get to the, uh, oh, what about you, Travis, part of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I learned to accept that. It's like, it's like, you know what? People want to worry about their shit. They don't, they don't care what's happened to me. It's whatever. It's fine. I've, I've coped with it and I've done it for so long, but after a while, it's just like, you know what? I have a podcast where I'm able to say and do what the fuck I want. So if I maybe want to finally say some shit that's been on my mind for so long, you know, why the hell not, you know, just fucking do it. And that's what right. we've been, and that's what we've been doing for like the year. You know, I've been talking about relationships and jobs and stuff like that. And it's about being open and honest. And since we started doing that, people have been, you know, like kind of positive about what we're doing. You know, like, like, dude, I went through that exact same thing. I know exactly what you're, you know, talking about. Like I, Glad I'm not the only one, stuff like that. So I made an offer to my friend. I said, I understand what you went through. I know Joey went through some things like that in his own way. And I've gone through things like that in my own way. So if you ever want to try it and you ever want to come on the show just to talk about it, 
you know, you're more than welcome to. You can even edit the podcast if you want to and change your voice. <laughs> right. Get that get that uh that that low tone voice and everything. Um and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to TikTok. Right. This is what I have been going through since twenty twenty. <laughs> a day in a life. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but it's like it's like a tone's like it's like dude like <clears throat> you like you you've never done it, you've never tried it, so you don't know what it's like to just kind of vent your shit out. In a way, and not this. I don't know if this is sacrilegious or whatever. How do you, what? What does it mean to be sacrilegious? Like uh, to to be irreverent. Um, but like not just irreverent, but like beyond irreverence, like almost blasphemously irreverent. This is what I love about you, Joe. I like how I don't understand what a word is, and I ask you what it means, and you, you just answer it with a word I also don't know. <laughs> Sorry, um, you say you say reverent. I think Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh yeah, like revenant. Gotcha. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so like, uh, um, uh, okay, like vulgar. This, can I tell you what I think it means? You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Oh sure. It's referencing something religious. It's, it's referencing something that's not religious, uh, implying that it's kind of religious. That could work. Like that's that's how I always thought. That's why I thought the term sacrilegious means like, uh, like, uh, like. Um, like uh, if uh, if I wanted to make breakfast and I thought I didn't have eggs, but then I had eggs, I'm like, the Lord blessed me with eggs, you know, kind of shit like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, uh, that could be. That's like the, like uh, right. it's on the more minor side, I think. Yeah. Or like I, I scratched off a winning lottery ticket and I was like, God, God uh, bless me with wealth, you know, shit like that. That's how I feel. Yeah. Sacrilegious. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would work. I think uh, like putting putting ketchup on a hot dog within the city limits of Chicago, sacrilege. Oh God, those people deserve to burn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, well, I, it's, it's like I was telling my buddy. It's like it's like in a way, it's kind of like a confessional thing, in in a sense, because you're venting to somebody who's willing to listen. The only difference is is what you're saying will be heard by our listeners. Um, <coughs> most of so whom I, won't know you. Yeah, and I think we have a pretty good fan base of people who don't judge. And uh, I mean, unless it's about our, you know, our audio and video work on our videos. Um, but they don't judge about what we say here. In right. fact, everyone's really positive. Um, so I invited him to come on, and he seemed open to it. He seemed open to the idea. So I would love to get him on because I I know anxiety has been something I would love to talk more about on here. I know we did it with Clint when he was on a while back. Oh yeah. Um, and I think I did it in some of the cosplay interviews. We talked about anxiety because everyone has it in one way or another. Somebody has some kind of anxiety, and it could be as severe as panic attacks. It could be as uh, long-standing as depression. It could be you know something as minor as a slight worry on. Oh shoot! Did I lock the back door when I left the house? You know, stuff like that. everything's. There's anxiety all over the place. So, and it's like I explained to him, it's like it's like I get why you had it. You know, no one faults you for it. I just wish I at least knew you were okay. Because my my biggest worry was is that you weren't okay. And I right. clearly you're telling me you weren't. I just wanted. I didn't want to. Th- I, I didn't want my worst thoughts of you to be a possibility. Right. Well, I think for that matter, too, like the idea, like, okay, you're not okay. And I need you to know, like, the past is the past, but 
we have control over the future to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. So moving forward, I need you to know that when you're not okay, you can call me. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to be okay for us to hang out. Yeah, yeah. There's there, there's no law saying that you have to go through this world alone. Right. It. It. I. I. I God. I. I said. I said this to somebody yesterday. Um. I think it was Ashley. <clears throat> like she was talking about like uh she she got hold of like mom offered to come over and help her but she felt that uh that you know she has to do it on her own that she doesn't want to burden mom with help or whatever like that and it's like I was telling her I was like it's like we're not put in this fucking world to be alone we're not we're not put here to walk alone that's the whole reason for the idea. I don't I don't do this often because I it's not usually my thing believe it or not literally in the Bible human beings not meant to be alone. Yeah. Uh, is that really in the Bible? Uh, well, it says it's not good for man to be alone, but like, yeah. you can make it gender neutral. Actually, yeah, I should really read that damn thing. Uh, see, is that sacrilegious? Uh, it could be. Yeah, I really yes. should read that thing. Um, so, actually, honestly, I don't know if I need to read the Bible because it seems like a lot of things I'm thinking I'm making up are actually already in there. <laughs> so, but it's it's like I was telling her, it's like it's like it's like. The only time people are ever alone is when they choose to be alone. Like, like nobody's alone just because that's what life has thrown at them. They're alone because they chose to be. Somebody reaches out for your help and you say, nah, I'm good. And you're there by yourself and you sit there wondering, like, why is no one here to help me? It's because you chose to do it alone. But if somebody's offering you a hand to help out and stuff, and it, there's, there's, there's no weakness in accepting it. Like, ever. Right. You know? Um, I, Which I, isn't to say, like, uh, I've struggled with anxiety myself. I totally get the feeling of being alone and, like, you can't reach out to other people or you don't want to yeah. be a burden or whatever else. I do understand where that's coming from, and I just want to, like, I want to counter-message the bad voices in your head. Yeah. Like, you know, can I, can we I won't say, judge can I, you. Can I ask you a question about your anxiety, Joe? Yeah. Um. When, when you when you have those feelings, like is it more so you want to be left alone, or like like I guess it's like is it is it more times you want to be left alone than not? I guess is my first question. Like when you're going through those feeling anxiety, like in your mind you're like I need to I I I want to be left alone and get through this on my own. Like is that your yeah. mindset? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's not my mindset. Um. And I, and I think I'm trying to think back to how it was when I first started to really realize I was grappling with it. But I don't I don't think with anxiety for me, it was never that I wanted to be alone. It was that I was afraid to be with other people. Is, is the, OK, so uh, actually, honestly, I think that answers my question a lot better than what I was looking for, because I'm curious on like, is, is it that feeling because you feel it's a burden on others? Uh, for me, it was not. I My anxiety is primarily like a really social anxiety. I was afraid how other people were thinking about me or reacting to me or whatever. I just okay. – I felt like I didn't fit in. And rather than like trying to fit in or just being like this is who I am, accept it or don't, I just assumed that other people didn't like me and stayed home. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because that was one thing I was kind of curious about, and I never got a chance to really talk to him more about it on – why he preferred to be, I, I understand why, I, I understand one of the reasons he gave and why he preferred to be alone. I understand that. 
I, I always I always wonder though, like when people have like this sense of anxiety that could develop into depression where they don't want to be around anybody whatsoever. Absolutely not. Like I want to be left alone late. I want to be left in my bed, in my house, away from everybody. I've always been curious on if that is more so because they feel like it's a burden on others that like they don't want to burden others with their problems. Mm-hmm. Or if it's the fact that, like, you know, in their mind, people won't understand what I'm going through and I don't want it to try to explain it to them, you know? Yeah, I feel like it might be a little bit both and. Yeah. And the, the but I would also add in, there's a feeling of, like, because, I, I mean, I've had I've had the whole shibboing there where uh-huh. you're, like, you're anxious to the point of becoming depressed and then now you don't want to get out of bed and you just want to, you know, uh, order Grubhub and yeah. not be a person at all, you know? Right. Even even um, though the pandemic's over, you still want to leave it on the porch? Right, yeah. Please, please leave it on my porch. I don't want to say right. hi to you. Right. <laughs> Send me the photo. I've, I've given you, you an extra tip specifically to not have to talk to you. <laughs> no, I kid. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, it's it's – you get to a point sometimes, I think, in your own mind where you actually – it's not necessarily even that you want to be alone or that you don't want to be a burden. It's that you feel like no one, uh, you, you get to a point where you're like, you almost hate yourself so much that you can't imagine the idea that anybody else would care. And so you, you feel like, you know, I can't, it's not that I'm going to be a burden. It's that uh, what's, it's, it's worse than that. Right. It's, it's, it's less than a burden. I'm I'm not only not a burden, I'm you don't even think about me or care about me at all. You know, like if I died, no one would even notice. Um is how it feels. You know, and it's it's just it's it is um I, I hesitate most of the time to use the word crazy, but since this is my own problem that I've dealt with, I feel a little bit more comfortable. It's your own craziness telling you that. Mm-hmm. Because everybody around you wants you to stay alive. They want you to be a part of their life. They want you to reach out for help if you need it. Um, even if, even if they don't understand it, even if you think they're not going to understand it, they would much rather be confused, but sitting next to you or going out to breakfast with you not even talking to them. Uh, um, you know, we're just going to sit at breakfast quietly and have coffee. And I just, I just am going to like bank time so that you know I care. Um, that's, that's better than not going, that, that's better than going through the rest of my life without you in it. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. Um, I know like when, whenever I have those weird, like those, those, it's not, they, they don't happen too often, but I mean, when I do fall into like those moments of like anxiety or frustration, or whatever like that, um, I never see myself, like, I, I know I push people away and it's not because, uh, it's not because I don't want to burden them. Um, I think it's more so of like, I know that I don't handle my emotions well enough to not say something stupid to hurt somebody. Mm. You know, I know that like, I know there are times and I, I think I've gotten better at it. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I, cause I haven't, I haven't had those. I haven't been, I haven't been that far into it in a while. So I'm not quite yeah. sure, uh, where like, until I'm in the moment, I don't know. But um, I know that there'll be moments where, like where like I'm so frustrated, I'm so annoyed, I'm so stressed. I'm just like I I want to I want to output my frustrations and anger. And I think if somebody is around me, 
then I'm just going to, you know, project that onto them. And I don't want to do that because it's not their fault that, you know, I'm the way I the way I am at that moment. It's just a it's just an environmental thing or it's a financial thing, whatever it is, or it's an internal thing that's just making me uh I just like it's always easier for me just to be like, I just want to take ten minutes to myself, collect my thoughts, and then slowly get better. But like usually like if I if I'm you know, feeling a certain way and somebody texts me or, you know, call me or whatever, like, I'll answer later or I'll, you know, she'll text like, hey, let me call you back. I'm in the middle of something, blah, blah, blah. Because I know, I know who I am and I know that then, again, I don't know how it is now because I haven't been, you know, knock on wood, I haven't been that way since I left Intertech. Um, you know, because life has been, you know, 10 times better since then. Like that, that biggest headache is away. Um, so I know, like, I, I haven't had to wonder, like, or I haven't had to, you know, experience those moments where it's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm in a bad mood. I need to stay away from people because, I mean, like I said, I may have gotten better at it. I just don't know yet, but I don't want to find out. Like, I'm okay never finding that out. Um, But I know I've been more open to, again, especially doing this podcast, talking about this shit. It makes it a lot better, too. Like, there were probably moments where, like, I probably would have had pent-up anger and frustration that would have caused stress or depression or anxiety. But the fact that I know that, like, come Saturday morning or Tuesday night or whatever that, I could just vent about it. And, you know, you sit there and wonder, like, well, what the fuck are we going to talk about for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour? Well, here we are 37 minutes in, and this is what we're talking about. Right. And I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, there's, there's two more things I still want to talk about. We may talk about one of those things. But, you know, it's fine because I do feel that this is more important. Um, right. And I, I just want to share the fact that, like, you know, a, a, a close friend of mine that I've known for 34 years that I have seen, to me, once. To him, he says we've seen, I've seen him at least twice in the span of three and a half years. Um, yeah. it, it's nice to, you know, finally figure out what he's been going through, hearing it from him. And offering him an opportunity to come on this show and just talk about it with both of us and him not flat out saying no to him saying that, you know, he's, he's open to the idea. Um, yeah. so nice. I, I hope he does do it. If he doesn't, at least I hope, you know, we can schedule in our time to hang out and grab breakfast, grab lunch, whatever, and just, you know, even figure it out on ourselves. But, uh, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a whore for content. So I mean, it's kind of a win-win <laughs> at that point. Um, okay, we're going to talk about one of the articles. So do you want to talk okay. about uh, Native Americans in museums, or do you want to talk about uh, uh, fucking robots uh, not surviving I, the winter? I feel like we started with cars in winter. We should end with cars in winter. <clears throat> okay. So uh, I saw an article the other day, and I, I wasn't quite sure what the hell was going on until I read it a little bit further. But there's a charging station in uh, Oak – I think it was Oak Brook or Oak Park? Yeah. Oak Brook, right? Oak Brook. Oak Brook, Illinois. Uh, that wasn't charging vehicles, and it wasn't an issue with the charging station. It was an issue with the cold weather and the batteries. Right. Um, I think in the article, rather, there was one guy who, uh, there was one guy who, who flew back in from O'Hare, which first off, I don't care where you flew from. Why the fuck would you fly back into this weather? Because this weather is bullshit. Yeah, stay where you are for two more days. Right, because you know that guy. Unless that guy was in Minnesota, 
Right, don't unless come. you're somewhere much worse. Yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> come back. You know, give, give it like two, three more weeks when, you know, second spring hits. I just, holy hell. But, yeah, that dude uh, flew into O'Hare, went to his Tesla, and the battery was completely dead. And he was pissed at the fact that he had a, or he had to call in a flatbed vehicle to drive him to the carport. I don't think this was the Oakbrook one. I'm not 100% sure, but. No, I think it was probably a different one, but. Yeah. And it wouldn't charge the car. And there was, uh, I think they had, what, I, I, I'm not sure if it's the same article. I tried to point it up on my computer because it was probably a lot easier to read. But, um, but, uh, some dude, like, he tried for six hours to charge his vehicle from zero. Yeah, three hours one day, and then three hours the next. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember the article. The article was on my phone. I, I sent you a text. I'm not sure. Was that, a, uh, ABC.com? Uh, Fox 32 Chicago. Okay. So this one's ABC. I think it's very similar, but, uh, so from, uh, 6ABC.com is where I'm getting. I want to cite my sources because that's what you do and, uh, you know, why the hell not? Uh, Chicago area Tesla drivers stranded as charging station not working in bitter cold weathers. Um, at a charging station near 95th Street and Western Avenue in Evergreen Park area, many Tesla owners were stranded with dead batteries from the cold. So, okay, so this one's Evergreen Park. I'm, I'm guessing it's different than Oakbrook. Yeah. In the Oakbrook area, there we go. <clears throat> Some uh, drivers uh, came looking for a charge and ended up waiting hours in the bitter cold. Uh, one person, uh, for many drivers, it was too late. The cars died during the long wait and they had to leave their vehicle stranded and waited for the station to get up and running again. And I think it said there was 10 vehicles that were almost like a, a car graveyard. Amazing. Um, so I guess my first question, I don't know a lot about <clears throat> Teslas and, uh, electric cars and everything. I'm not, too surprised by this, but at the same time, like, I don't remember hearing about this last year. Yeah, I don't remember hearing about it last year either. Maybe just, like, so many more people have them now. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I know, like, with the, um, with the infrastructure bill that passed and all that jazz uh, in, I want to say, 2021, there have been a lot more um, subsidies for electric vehicles. And so it's it's never been cheaper to buy an electric vehicle. A lot of electric vehicles yeah. now are cheaper to upfront to buy than uh, gas. A lot of gas powered vehicles, um, mm-hmm. just because you get you get like rebates and stuff um, that take prices off the car, uh, do, you know, thousands of dollars off the car. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. I think that's probably the biggest thing is there's probably just more of them. And I also think that people don't ever do their due diligence. I think they just like, ooh, a shiny thing that I can get and uh, I'll look cool to my, you know, hip liberal neighbors or whatever. And like, I don't, you know, but whatever. Uh, Sometimes it is. I I, I hate I hate the term virtue signaling, but sometimes I really feel like people are buying a Tesla because they're virtue signaling. I, I, you know, I. Again, you're using big words I don't understand, but I, to me, maybe we're saying the same things here. I feel that people bought them because it was the the the, the most recent fad. Yes, uh, basically, yes. The the only um, difference that I would add to it is that like some of them are doing it to look cool and like they're yes. like they're greener or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's the big fad. It's the big thing. Um, all of the more traditional automakers are finally in the electric vehicle game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, Tesla has some competition. But from a distance, a Tesla is a really pretty car. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> because what are the other ones? Like, there's a Chevy Volt, right, which kind of looks like a like a weird-ass looking Beetle. Yeah. Well, the Bolt, you know? I think they call it. Because the Volt. The Bolt. Yeah, what yeah the Bolt, Bolt is, uh, is the ugly one. The, the Volt yeah. just looks like a regular sedan, but they discontinued it. Gotcha, as I gotcha. understand it. And yeah, Ford I mean, has a good range of them. GM has a bunch of good ones. Um, I will, I will yeah. say though, like, uh, the idea that Teslas make, you know, make you look cool, uh, that's 100% true, by the way, because I did have a, uh, a neighbor, uh, who, who, who moved, he moved up north, but, uh, when he did live over here, which I miss him, awesome, probably the best neighbor I ever fucking knew, uh, was not only a bodybuilder, but, uh, a, an engineer, um, but he traded in his, uh, his, uh, Corvette for a Tesla. And, uh, somehow he was fucking cooler and I didn't understand. I hated it because, you know, this fucking young, attractive, intelligent, Tesla driving fucking neighbor. And then there's me. I'm just like, you motherfucker. Like, how dare you? How dare you be better? Um, but the thing is, like, yeah. Two best things about that guy. Never talked to you. Didn't have dogs. Oh God. He was (laughs) that beautiful dude. Plus, plus when he moved. The, the longest conversation we really ever had was him offering me his uh, his elliptical. I don't know if he listens to the show, but if you do, dude, thank you for the elliptical. Uh, it, it holds my uh, clothes quite well. Can't wait to use it. <laughs> and I uh, <clears throat> uh, hope you're doing well up north at uh, your new gym with your lady friend and driving. And hopefully you're not one of these Tesla people who are having issues. But, <clears throat> yeah, it just... And, you know, and I had the conversation with Carl this morning, and you know, we're talking about you know the Tesla issues and all that stuff. And even Carl said, like, it, it's like people people think, and it even says in this article, our batteries are so cold, it's taking longer to charge now. Uh, so a forty five minute charge is now taking two hours on the yeah. one charger that we have and shit. It's like, well, if you know your battery's running low, plug it in at home. I think that's the whole point of having the charging. Because I think when you buy a Tesla, you gotta get a home charger, right? Does it come well, with it? If you I believe it does come with it, but uh, if you don't have a garage, if you mm. don't have like yeah. a place to put it, uh, to hook it up to your electric in your house or whatever, because like um, maybe you live in an apartment building or a townhome complex or something, um, a lot of people don't have them, and so they have to go to the supercharger station um, and 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 fill up fill up there. Yeah. Yeah. That don't make sense. Yeah, I didn't think about non-garage people. I don't know why yeah. I incorporated Teslas with garages. Interesting. Because well, if you can afford a Tesla, you ought to be able to afford a home with a garage. <laughs> right. Right. Then the nicest thing you own is like a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's it. Like, like, I could buy a house, but I'd just rather have this Tesla. Right. This, this works. So Now, granted, uh, I, I'm sure there are a lot of people like downtown Chicago who yeah. have like a, a six to ten thousand dollar a month condo or not condo because they don't own it, but apartments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they also have a Tesla so they can drive on the weekends or, or whatnot. Um, but even those garages will sometimes have a, tar- a, ch- a charger in there, but it'll be like two chargers for the whole garage and they got to like take turns. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's, I don't, I, I think if you see, an apartment owner in Chicago owning a Tesla, it makes complete sense. But if you come down to Piatone and somebody's living out at the motel and their car is a Tesla, priorities, bro. Yeah. Priorities 100%. Uh, 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's like, I mean, obviously with the cold things take a lot longer to charge and I'm not surprised that, you know, cars are all different, <clears throat> but it makes you wonder now. So realistically, I guess if, uh, if, if judgment day, uh, and I'm talking about the Terminator movie was to happen during like a Chicago, like February, I think we would have been okay. <laughs> I think it would be fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, what? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. When I saw this article, I was like, you know what? I, I thought Teslas were cool. I was like, you know what? I, I know. I don't know if they're still doing the pickup truck waiting list or is that done now? Like, everyone's like, uh, I think there Tesla is still a waiting list, but they're, they're finally shipping them. Gotcha. It's like, ah, man, like, I, I thought my check engine thing was worse. And then I read, and then I read this article about the Teslas and I was like, I couldn't imagine, especially, I don't know how much a Tesla is. Even without they, the rebates at the end of the day, I don't know what they are. Yeah, I would say before the rebates, they range in price from like 36 to 52, or probably yeah. 36 to, to 60 new. Okay. Um, with the rebates, that drops probably, I think the, uh, the federal rebate drops about five grand off, and then the, um, uh, there's a state rebate also that drops a couple thousand. Okay, so let's say uh, let's say for for an average, an overall average, let's say thirty grand, and we'll be frugal yeah. about. We'll say thirty grand. So when you read this article and say that ten Teslas died at a charging station and left, you're talking about you know over a quarter of a billion or a quarter of a million dollars worth of vehicles were stranded at a charging station. Yep. Like we're just left because like it's like. Okay, well, I can't get a I can't get a truck here to get it. I guess I'm just gonna abandon it. It's like I'm sorry, no. Like yep. even if I'll I had my ship warmer, yeah, right. It's like even if my shipbox pickup truck was to die somewhere, I'm not gonna just leave it and hope it's still there the next day. Like no, I'm probably gonna have to spend the money to grip, get a tow truck. But the fact that you're looking at nearly three hundred thousand dollars worth of vehicles were left at a at a charging station, and granted, granted, Oak Brook is a nice area, but sometimes nice areas have crime, right. Like, it's like you're telling me there's not one person's like, you know what, we could probably we could probably roll this fucking thing. Because I'm assuming Teslas aren't that heavy, you know. Oh, they're super heavy. Are they, 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 yeah, the, the lithium battery, batteries right? are very heavy. Gotcha. Do you, is it is a heavy like heavier than a car, like do you think? Uh, like I know there's gotta be some weight to it to keep it from like, you know, flying up on high speeds and shit, but Right. Yeah, I think it's heavier than a normal car, yeah. Okay. Like a normal car of the same size. It, it's going to be heavier then. Okay. So yeah, so I don't know. I know. Uh, I think the I think the article I sent to you from Fox. I think they mentioned that they reached out to Tesla and they didn't get a response back. Um, yeah. I think you're right. So I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what uh, what electric companies plan on doing. Like I, you would think that this would have been something they thought of. You know, unless they just assumed that you know. Electric cars are going to be owned by, you know, people out west and down south that never have to deal with snow and shit, but. I would not remotely put that past Elon Musk. Right? It's like, it's the like, more oh. I learn about that guy, the more I think, boy, that guy is not very bright. Right? It's like, it's like you know who's not going to buy Teslas? The Midwest. Like, yeah. the Midwest will buy it. We don't have they, to worry about we, them at all. Yeah, we're going to flourish in. Florida and Texas and Arizona and California and Colorado and Nevada, you know, but on the mountain parts, just, you know, right. the, yeah, we'll be fine out here because who's, yeah, cause who's going to want to be in a battery operated car when it's negative 18 degrees out. That's just right. crazy. Doc. Yeah, for sure. 
So mm-hmm. they do have a. Uh, I noticed they they do they did mention they do have a um, a button you can press that preconditions the battery, so it uses whatever power yeah. is in the car to heat up the battery so that they can accept mm-hmm. a charge. Um, but like, if you don't know about that because you didn't bother to read your owner's manual or whatever, and yeah. you know it, it's who reads their owner's manual? A car is a car, you know. Yep. To, to to give some credit to the people who bought them, but like I just I couldn't imagine waiting a decade to get a car that I spent fifty two thousand dollars on and not know everything about it, especially in the conditions that I'd be driving it in here in Chicago. Oh great! Like when like just so when, like yeah, so when I bought my yeah well when I bought my Chevy Malibu obviously I didn't look through. I looked through the owner's manual on like certain things, like you know yeah. what kind of oil, what kind of oil to put it in, and you know tire pressure, blah 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 blah. Sure, but for the mo- for the most part, my 2021 Chevy Malibu is no different than my 2006 Pontiac Grand Prix. Right. It's other than body style, it's really no different than my 2012 Dodge Ram. Um, obviously, it has a uh, a touch screen feature, which is a little bit different. But luckily, I was with a dealer who explained that shit to me. Yeah. I do like your touchscreen better than a Tesla touchscreen. Really? Why is that? Uh, you still have some physical buttons in your car, so you don't have to look at it while you're driving. I do miss physical buttons. I will tell you that. Um, yeah. I, you, I don't you need, like... You need more, but yeah, it's it's still better. A Tesla, they have like a... It's like a 16-inch screen. It's like a TV in your car, and it's all touchscreen, and there's no there's no buttons that control anything. I don't know if I'd ever want a car that's without buttons. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, like I don't even think I'd ever want a vehicle that had like a dial as a like a, a gear shifter. Like mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even trust that. Like the fact that the fact that I can just spin it. No, nah, I, I I like to it's actually have it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like to actually have a shifter knob. Which and I'm like way, and, uh, and like don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm a tech guy. I love I love the new stuff that's coming out. I think it's neat. Yeah. I do not want a car that I have to take my road, eyes off the road to operate. No, no, I I prefer not. Like, I mean, even like when I'm driving to work and everything, and I I know I get some grief from some people sometimes. Like when I get to work, and I was like, hey, did you see that email from Bob? I was like, no, because I don't touch my phone when I'm driving. You know, right. the only time I ever touch my phone is when I'm driving. Like if I'm driving, I can pick it up, turn on the screen. Press the uh, the the open all whatever button it is. Close everything out and then repress Spotify so I can skip the ads and play the music again. But I can do all that without looking at my phone. You know, I'm not gonna right. drive. I'm not gonna drive on the highway trying to read an email from a customer and think like, okay, you tried to reply. I'm like, no, because first off, it's my safety. It's everyone else's safety. You know, a, an email could wait an hour for me to get to work. Like if right. if I get a call from my boss and I'm not talking about car, I'm talking about people above car that says, yeah. why didn't you respond to his emails? Like because I'm on the highway on my way to work. Right. Like well, you know, you're, like, not, you're like, not like legally speaking, you're not supposed to check your phone. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, so they can't. It's not that they they can't. Re- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's nothing they can do to you <laughs> following the law. No, they can't reprimand me for it. Right. Yeah. It's. No, it's like, also, and I, I know, like, like, I just, sorry, I just, if you need an answer immediately, call me. Right. If you, if you need it within the next couple of hours, text me. Yeah. If you don't care that I don't get back to you till tomorrow, then email me. But if you need an answer right away, don't, don't email me. What are you doing? No, 
Email, emails and texts are not the way to express urgency when you need to reach somebody. Like, it's just not. not. Yeah, if you need to reach somebody right away, you give them a call. That's why, like, a lot of times, like, if, if I have something that's just an idea, I shoot a text to Joe. But if something I want to say right now that has a long explanation, I'll shoot Joe a call. Right. You know, and it's just like, because it's not easy that way. And if you don't answer, I can just leave a voicemail because at least right. my entire thought will be left there somewhere. Because for me to try to text out an entire fucking thought, absolutely not. Especially if I'm, again, if I'm driving to work. Agree. Yeah, if I'm driving to work, I know for a fact who I am. And if I am 20 minutes away from work and I have an idea on something that's really fucking cool, it's like, okay, I either, I can either call Joe right now and tell them about what it is, or I can wait till I get to the office and send a text and know I'm going to forget about it because it's just, it's just, I, right. my memory is garbage. Sure. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I do like, I, I like my setup in my Malibu. Um, I do driving, even driving in Carl's new truck and everything. It's just, it feels smaller. And I think it's that center console thing. That's kind of bullshit. Mm, <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll ever want to get a truck again now that I think about it. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe if I lose weight, which, uh, you know, so far, uh, so far nothing, but you know, it's whatever. So. Honestly, same. I haven't even weighed myself because I know it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Joe, what are you, uh, what are you freaking thinking about? Um, I, I have, I have continued into the new year with my one piece binge. Um, although I, I have finally backed off it a little bit. Um, what? So One Piece, fantastic uh, anime from Japan. Um, I prefer the dubbed. I know that I'm in the minority. A lot of people like uh, subtitles over over dubbing. Um, I if I want to read, I'll read a book. You know, I don't I don't want to have to watch the screen to know what's going on. Um, anyway, very fun anime. Really enjoy it. There's over a thousand episodes now, almost 1,100 episodes now. Um, I am. About six hundred and twenty. So I'm, I'm catching up, and uh, they they think it's a, it's a weekly show. So uh, the the author creator, whatever you want to call him, thinks that it's going to be wrapped up um, between 2025 and 2026. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, if you don't want to watch an extra hundred episodes and you want to get in now, that might be the way to do it. Rather than wait till mm-hmm. the end and then everything's spoiled, um, but yeah, I have uh, I've been really enjoying it. It's very fun. It's a it's a really great. I mean, heartwarming show. Um, does a great job of like dealing with like issues. Um, you know, there's there's a whole like how do you deal with people who are different thing because there's yeah. in this world there are uh, they they call them the fishmen because they're they're like men. They can I, I think they could probably breed with humans if they wanted to but i don't know that they do very often but they're they're also fish they live at the bottom of the ocean they have gills but they also have they can also breathe above the water and and all this stuff and they have the same blood type as people but there's a whole storyline where like um somebody loses too much blood but it's illegal for fishmen to give blood to humans and the the like main character fishman guy gives his blood to the main character human and it's like this moment of like, yeah, we have the same blood. We're the same people. We're all, we're all just people. And it's, it's beautiful. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, I mean, as I'm telling this, I'm realizing that episode probably came out like 10, 15 years ago when it was like super relevant. 
Um, but that's that's the thing that's never it's never not relevant. It's always important to remember that at the end of the day, we all bleed the same blood. You know, mm-hmm. like even if we have different blood types, it's still blood. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's cool. It's a, it's a it's a good show. It's heartwarming. Um, if you have a kid, uh, listeners, have your kid. I mean, I, I would highly recommend it to kids. It's a pirate show. They're they're sailing they're sailing a pirate ship and doing pirate stuff, but it's all like heartwarming and and all that jazz. And if you're not an anime person, uh, there is a live action version on Netflix now. So there's that too. But anyway, uh, great show. Really enjoying it. I've had to cut myself down to uh, I only watch three episodes a day because otherwise I could I could easily binge like ten or fifteen in a day because they're they're very short episodes. Oh, gotcha. what's that? I was going to ask you how long they were. Oh, yeah, like 20 minutes. Gotcha. So, and they do, uh, because it was, especially these early episodes, because it was on before the age of streaming, mm-hmm. um, there's like a, a like a five-minute recap of everything that's happened at the beginning of every episode. And then there's also like opening and closing credits. So that 23-minute that 20, time slot is really mm-hmm. more like 15 minutes, maybe – uh, maybe 13 minutes, so you can really crush a bunch of episodes very quickly if you wanted to. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. If you don't like cartoons, don't watch it. I, I don't know what to tell you, but if you like cartoons, if you like animated stuff, it's really good. It's well animated. It's well acted. Um, or just wait. Uh, they're remaking it for Netflix, uh, both live action and they're doing a new anime with like Real money, like Netflix money. Oh, nice. So I don't know. Watch that instead. I, I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> but I've enjoyed it. I've had a really good time. That's what I've been geeking on. I'm sorry, freaking thinking about. Um, I promise they're not the same thing. <laughs> eight eight years, man. You still can't get it straight. I know. Sorry, <laughs> but it, it it has been what I've been freaking thinking about probably more than anything else. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun. I mean, I stole it from you guys, so it was okay. Oh, fair. Yeah. yeah, but I got I got like 400 episodes left to catch up. So like sometime next year, hopefully I'll be caught up. Well, if you think about it, if you got 400, you're doing three a day. That's what uh, about 300 and 100 days. So 125 days, you should be caught Something up like that. Yeah, so yeah, maybe perfect. June then. That's not there bad. No, uh, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, honestly, the only thing uh, the only thing on my mind. Obviously, the the I mean, over the course of the last few weeks, because uh, uh, weather and illness kind of prevented us from uh, jumping uh, right in at the beginning of the year. Uh, I mean, a lot of things I've been thinking about, obviously, is the Freaknet Studio stuff, uh, trying to update the websites and uh, incorporate Power Hour into our stuff and all that. Um, obviously, planning. They've been killing it over there, by the way. Yeah, you know, I I love that they, I love that they they really. Uh, you know, talk about us, you know, and they, they mentioned like, you know, this is a product of Freakness Studios and all this other stuff. Um, the way they talk about it is amazing. And I'm, I'm glad that we're able to figure out a way to kind of, uh, come together on that shit. Uh, just cause I, I love Steve and I love all the, everyone over there is incredible. Um, and it's really like, even though it's only been a couple weeks, so I don't want to, you know, you know, put the cart before the horse or jinx anything or whatever, but, but, but what, is happening between us and them is exactly what I want Freaknut Studios to be about. Um, it's just to bring in great content creators and doing really cool stuff together and promoting each other. Um, and I think it is helping us out a lot. 
Uh, I know Steve mentioned something about his numbers, you know, going up a little bit, you know, just from the first couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know if that's a, that's a work or whatever, but, um, I, I love that they're a part of this, uh, just because they are really cool guys. And the fact is that, you know, they, you know, they tag us on stuff and I think growing the, uh, the fan bases together is what the important thing is. Um, there are other shows I would love to be part of Freaking Studios. I know I have like a wish list of about, four other podcasts or four, at least four other web shows that I would love to be part of this, but it's, it'll be a process, obviously, you know, and they'll have, you know, maybe they'll come over when they're ready or they want, and I'm fine with it. Um, I mean, obviously like the freakness stuff I've been thinking about a lot over the course of a few weeks. Um, I know, uh, I, I, I have a, sh- I have a show name idea <clears throat> for the, uh, for the podcast we're starting in Easter. Um, I know, I know we're kind of rethinking the, the original name into something else. And I got, I think I got one that might be a little too goofy, but uh, I don't want to say it on air now. I'll say it when we're done. Uh, but I've been thinking a lot about that. And, um, I know like when I was coming into the new year and we we're planning on doing like video podcasting and all this other stuff, like there was a, there was a slight stress level. I mean, I'm like, oh crap, there's gonna, I'm just, I'm adding more onto my workload and blah, blah, but you know, I'll get it figured out, no problem. And then, you know what? Monday night, I recorded the show with, uh, with Pac-Man and Nubby. Uh, I shot the video. I got the audio released that night. And then I actually was able to put the video together within like 10 minutes. Nice. So I realized like, you know what? It's really not that extra, not that, that much more work. So, uh, I know we talked about uh next season we're gonna start doing video podcasting on our end. Um and uh I, I'm if you're you're still good with that, right? I guess I should ask that yeah, part. I think so. Okay, cool. So uh it'll be the same deal over here as it would be for JFW. Uh I will release the audio out um as soon as we do it. Um maybe the video will probably take give me about a week to get it out. Uh just because I know at least for us over there, all I do is clip a bunch of our videos together and threw our intro song in it. I, I don't know if, I, I don't know how we're going to do our videos. Like if we're going to have like an intro to our videos or if we're just going to start out right or what we're doing. Cause obviously we've been talking for the last couple of years about, you know, finding a new song anyways. And we just haven't done it yet. Uh, there hasn't been anything that really clicked with us. Um, so we will be putting out the video, video episodes of our show. But maybe starting out, we won't have like an intro until we really nail down what we want it to finally be. Um, mm. but, uh, I just, it does, I just, it's stuff that I've just been thinking about, like, you know, why we were, why we we're on our, uh, our winter Christmas, uh, uh, frozen apocalyptic, uh, vacation here. Uh, it's just kind of some of the small things that I've just been thinking about on what we already know is coming and what we got to do to prepare for that. So, um, yeah, my, you know, and, Honestly, I thought I was gonna be stressed out about it. Not yet. Nothing. Um, and I, I, I'm not stressed about the third podcast because uh, you said you're gonna handle the release of that, so that makes me feel, you know, less, you know, worrisome. Uh, I'm excited that DJ's coming back, and uh, we're gonna be recording uh, some JFW episodes once in a while with him, and um, everything just everything just feels good right now as far as what we're doing with Freaknet. Um, nice. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, just 
Yeah, and some of the uh, some of the video content ideas that uh, we want to do, I'm excited about doing, and obviously scheduling that stuff out and everything. Uh, there are a couple of things that I do want to talk about, but I want to talk to them off air because I don't want to bring them up here. And uh, yeah, so but they obviously they'll be announced because we do announce all our shit on our podcast because we talk about our lives here, which again I love doing. So, uh, hey Joe, nice, yes. Every week, uh, our listeners test Cartoon Joe here over on this freaking show. Uh, right around the corner, though, uh new season of uh, Geekcast Live will be kicking off here when you guys are done with your mini vacation. So uh, when our listeners are done listening to Cartoon Joe over here on this freaking show, where can they go? If you need to find some Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the Geekcast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. <laughs> Also, Violent Press, right? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, when, with that, but... Did you? Mm-hmm. I, somehow I missed the Violent Press part. I just have to geek out that part. No, that's must be selective hearing. When, uh, when does your season premiere kick off? Are you guys back? Great question. I don't know. Gotcha. Because <laughs> I know you. I, know I, think, you normally... I think we're recording plugs next Wednesday, and then um, we'll be back probably the we'll probably record the Wednesday after that and then gotcha. so that Saturday will be our our debut. Gotcha. And that's uh so what does that, that mean? Season 10? Uh the twenty seventh. Gotcha. Is that season ten? Uh that sounds right. Yeah. Might be season eleven. Oh, that's true. It could be exciting stuff, man. Uh yeah. guys I think uh, it is season eleven because we just wrapped that was that was ten years of podcast. <clears throat> Oh, awesome. Whew, woof. Wow. Congrats, man. Thank you. Congrats. Uh, next week, uh, me and Joe are going to put out two episodes. Uh, we're going to record this Saturday and uh, play a little bit of catch-up. So uh, I know I mentioned that we'll probably hit the season premiere by next week. Uh, and we will because the season finale and the season premiere will be next week. Uh, we probably won't do the video uh the season premiere, though. So I don't want to rush into shit. So I want everything to be nice and smooth. But we'll figure it out. We'll see how Saturday goes. See if I... uh how dressed I am and how much, uh, how much breakfast I got in me. But, um, season, uh, yep, season, what time are we on? Seven? Sounds right. Yeah, I said, I said it before. Are we on seven or are we on eight? Can't remember, Joe. So long ago. Uh, season seven's wrapping up, uh, next week and season eight will be premiering next week. So, uh, a lot of cool stuff. Again, uh, thank you uh, for all your listeners out there who have been around uh, since the very beginning and those who have uh, kind of showed up uh, along the way. Stick around. Enjoy it. Uh, a lot of cool things coming along. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this. Or I guess it's X now. It's, I guess it's officially X. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and X, just by searching this freaking show. And, of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, you know, uh, just by searching this freaking show. As a reminder to you guys, I know I said over on JFW, I haven't said it here yet. As of April 4th, Google Podcasts is gone. So, uh. That's right. You yep. Yep. They, uh, they're switching over to Amazon. So, uh, yeah, which we're already out, we are already over on Amazon Music. So, uh, if you listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, uh, Podbean, you're fine. Nothing's gonna change. Google Podcasts, however, if you're listening to us there, uh, they're going away April 4th. So, uh, just keep that in mind. Just like Stitcher went away, Google Podcasts is next in line. But, uh, we're still around. Make sure you go over to YouTube at Freaknet Studios. Check out our videos we have over there and everything. And, uh, 
Guys, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travis I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.